This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Okay, Terry Egioma, we're here. Another week, The Hub Challenge, and you are going to give us an update. First of all, you look beautiful. You look like you just came out of, uh, you have your headgear, and and it looks Indian, like from India. Ooh, thank you. This is actually from South Africa. I got this one in South Africa when I was in Cape Town. And then this is from good old Texas Mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Texas Mall, shout out to the, listen, mixing and matching and being your full self is what we're here for. Uh, so let me say thank you, first of all, for, for again, taking the time. You know, I was thinking today, I work seven days a week. <laughs> I'm like, you, you know you work every day, right, Karen? I was like, yeah, but I don't feel like it's work. But at the same time, I'm mindful that, you know, time time is all we have, you know, really, that that we can't take with us and that we have to respect. So I want to say I respect your time, and I know that you're really guarded. But this is special, um, this, this challenge that you're doing. So I'm grateful that you're taking the time to also go through it uh, every week. Uh, so thank you, Terry. Thank you thank you and you're so right thomas oof, it's everything i'm trying to start l- working less i realized that on weekdays i get up at like 7 30 a.m to trade and then i'm talking to my students the trade and travel students at 7 30 p.m so i've been working these like 15 hour plus days and so now i'm trying to figure out okay how do i get systems and teams in place so i don't have to work as much so that's the that's the new thing on my plate lately i love it and i love that you're constantly and we all should be like thinking about how to make the time that we have here more efficient i just got off the phone you know it was like ripping and running this morning got up early i gotta get my workout in i gotta do all these things and I was like, okay, I, oh, Terry, oh, I got to do Terry. All right, let's push that back and out, you know, but you, know, you, you realize bandwidth, we only have a limited amount. I know we're super women and super men and we think we can do everything. We really cannot. So we have to manage every day. And it's like, okay, I need time for myself. I need to sometimes let other people do things because I know a lot of us are the type of people I know I am. I want to do everything myself. You know, I don't trust anybody to do it, but Today I unleashed somebody on my team to just take over something. And I was like, all right, you got it. I'm gonna sit back and I don't have the time to do it anymore. And I, I'm failing at it, you know, so that was- How do you uh, feel? How do you feel now that you let it go? I feel like, I, I was like, listen, I've been horrible at this particular area because I don't have the time to put on it and it's important, but I can't do it. So I had to admit today, I don't have the time, the bandwidth, the energy, and this young lady is dope. She's amazing. All right. I gave her a new title, your editor in chief. And I'm, I just was typing an email to introduce her to the whole team. Take it over, take it over. So, um, I feel good actually. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm realizing too, that even though somebody on my team doesn't do it the way that I would have done it, at least it's done. The fact that I'm like trying to wait for me, nothing's going out. So at least they've done something. So that's been a little little thing for me too. Okay, well, listen, shout out to evolving and letting some stuff go. That's yes. the message for this week. Let some stuff go. Let somebody else do it and, and relief <laughs> yourself. Relief yourself. Yes. 
I'm thinking Frozen, let it go, let it go. I wish I could sing. Man, if I could sing, Karen, man, you couldn't tell me nothing. stuff here. So if you could sing, you wouldn't be teaching people how to trade. You'd be all over the world singing. So you, right. you talked last week about this being your gift. <laughs> Lord knew not to give me no other gifts. That's right. So <laughs> let's, let's appreciate the gift you do have because it is definitely freeing some people. They letting it flow. Um, all right. So you ready to, to, to share? Let's go. And this week, we actually, we, uh, we don't have as much to share. So it won't take too much time. Um, but I do want to make sure, make sure, make sure that I give some, some resources and tips about earnings because earnings season is coming up. So I'm going to give you a quick overview of how I did and like what we're looking at. And then we're going to do some other, um, other knowledge this time. All right. So can you see the little side points? Yep. Perfect. All right. So this week we are actually up $77,850, which you'll notice is a little lower than last week. Um, but it, it's deceiving. It doesn't show like how I really did. So it's kind of interesting. So just for all the newbies that come on and, and this is their first time watching, we are trading to raise money for a nonprofit called The Hub. And our goal is to raise $450,000 to donate to the nonprofit. And the way that I'm doing that is I started off with a bucket of $300,000. And every my goal is every week to average about $3,000 a day and make $15,000 trading stocks and options to go towards donating to the hub. I'm a day and swing trader and I use charts. So that's me. Now the update. So this week we're up $77,850.34, which is awesome. Um, and, and oh, and there's a little typo here. So the account is ending at $377,850. And it says right here with unrealized loss of, um, that actually say, should say of about 45,000. Do you guys see that here? Wow, okay. Yep. So this is the amount, and then that um, that unrealized um, that unrealized profit is forty five thousand. Now that should have that should have flown in because I wanted to show you guys where we came from. So we were at like three hundred thousand, then we went to three hundred twenty six thousand, then we were at three hundred thirty four thousand, then three hundred thirty uh, three hundred seventy five thousand. Um, no, 379,000 last week, and now we're at 377. So this is a little less than last week. But if you notice, for me to have an unrealized loss of 45,000, but the account to still be at 377,000, that means it actually made quite a bit this week. It's just not showing up. So let me show you what I actually did. Go, go, go. There we go. <laughs> Um, let me zoom in a little bit. So this is where we were the past weeks. I had made 32,000, then made 19,000. And then this is this week. So I actually made $44,535 this week. That's why even though I have an unrealized loss of 45, it only shows that I'm down a thousand. Because on Wednesday, I made $40,690 by shorting the S&P. So what does shorting the S&P mean? Um, well, actually, here, let me go through this, and then I'll make sure you can see my video again. But we made $40,000 on Wednesday, $1,190 on Thursday, 
$2,655 on Friday. So this week I actually made $44,535. So I was pretty proud of myself. Our weekly goal is 15,000 and I made 44,000. And let me just uh, run back and tell you one more time what shorting is. We've talked about it in some of the last videos. So I don't think we have to like harp on it this time, but shorting means I made money when the market was going down. So I actually had puts on the S&P and as the S&P fell this week, I made that 40,000. And it was actually kind of crazy because I was in the post office, like talking to the lady and watching my cell phone at the same time. And so I'm like, I made 40,000 in the line at, the post office so <laughs> with the mask on right with right mask. with the mask on and then she was like in order to open a p.o box you need insurance so i'm like sitting on my phone looking at the trade and also trying to look at my phone to get insurance it was a bit of a mess but um turned out pretty well i also shorted apple and so um, right here, when I talk about the key takeaways, I want to just remind you, anytime somebody has, not somebody, but a company has a big event, you can buy into the event. They call it like buy the rumor or I say buy the hype. But then when the event happens, most times it's, the stock will sell off and they say, let's call it sell the news. So I want people to be aware of that. Um, I had a couple traders in my, my course get caught in that. They were like, oh, but Apple's going to do so well because they have their um, big event this week announcing their 5G. And the cell phones were cool, but at the same time, people buy into the event and they sell the news. So I, I just want people to know that. And I will say, you're not, if you did this, you're not the only one. The loss I have is Apple stock, but I'm keeping it until next week because of earnings, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, the same thing happened with Amazon. Everybody bought into Prime Day this week. Prime Day happened. It was, you know, lackluster. And then now the stock fell off. Uh, but I will say the news is not the only reason that that happened in Amazon. It very much was a technical thing. Amazon got back up towards 3,500. There were sellers in that level. And when I say sellers, I'm talking about the banks were selling, waiting for it to come back up to that area. And the stock sold off. That's something that you can see when you're reading a chart. Any questions on that so far, Karen? No, because everything that you do is technical because you're a technical trader. And it's all about the charts. It's all about those candles, it's candlesticks. It's all about reading the charts and it's not about emotion. So yeah, I completely get it. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. Um, I'm so excited that we're sharing this with people because I do think that this is something a lot of new traders get caught up in the news and they try to trade based on, well, oh, this thing is happening in the news and they don't realize that there's so much more to it that the banks know. Like the banks know that they've been having orders sitting in the computer around 3,400 or like 3,490 in Amazon. It's just sitting in the computer there. And as soon as the stock gets to that price, those orders are going to hit. But somebody that's a retail investor is not thinking like that. They're thinking, oh, Prime Day is coming. It's, it just doesn't work like that. Um, another thing I will say is options accelerate gains. Uh, one of the things that differentiates trade and travel, like my trade and travel students from my VIP students is my VIP students know how to use options. And recently this week, I noticed that there was kind of a, a bit of a, like I could see the difference in their gains this week a lot more. 
the trade and travel students, they had some opportunities, but their wins were like a thousand. And my VIP students, they're, they're trying to go for the $10,000 in a day club. And they're like hitting bigger gains. And I think it's because you can take the same trade with stocks and options, but options is a hundred shares at a time. So they're, they're just accelerating their growth. So I want to point that out when you're, when you feel like you've mastered stocks, then you can start switching over to options and then earnings. So let me stop sharing here and see if it will let me share my whole screen. Oh, it says I'm disabled. Can you make me a call? Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. What am I doing? Participants, Terry, Moore, uh, allow. I'm going to make you the host. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see if I can share my screen. Okay, guys. Are you seeing a chart right now? Yes. Okay. So I had just pulled this one up earlier because we were talking about the S&P. And just to show you one more time, like the S&P, these were the highs before coronavirus, before COVID, and then it dropped way down. We came back up to those same highs recently and then kept going. And anytime you push through all-time highs, it can keep going for a while because you're waiting for more sellers to come in. The bank started selling off around here, around 35.43. And then what we noticed this week is we came up to that same level. And of course, the bank started selling off. So this was where I made, made the most of my money this week when the, when the S&P started selling off over here towards the right. So I wanted to show you that. But then this is earnings. So earnings is every quarter the companies report out how they're doing. So they let you know how their revenue has been doing and how their expenses are. And you're able to see um, how their expenses are going when they report the earnings number because that's revenue minus expenses, right? And then they also forecast how they're gonna do the next quarter and sometimes even the next, the rest of the year. And that is actually coming up for a lot of companies this week and next week. So I want to give you guys some resources because one of the most important things you need to do as a trader is you need to have these earnings dates marked down on your calendar and then you have to decide how you're going to play it. Here's a couple pieces of advice from a professional. Earnings is like throwing the dice. You never know how a stock is going to do after earnings. You just don't know. Sometimes they could have the best earnings ever and the stock still fall. Or sometimes they have bad earnings and the stock rise. There is just, there's no surefire way to know what's going to happen after earnings. So what I actually encourage my students to do is if they're not in a stock, I tell them don't get into the stock until after earnings. Um, some of them will try to gamble and they'll say, oh, let me get in and let me just see what happens. But I, but. From my, my own experience, I've lost the most of my money when I try to play earnings because you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's not the way that I trade. We want a strong reward to risk. We want to know what our, our probabilities are before the trade. So I don't think you should play earnings. Now, what do you do if you're already in a stock? If you're already in a stock and you feel like that stock is a good stock and you're going to hold it for the long term, then you can hold it through earnings, but you just gotta know 
that earnings day, you may see your account drop significantly, or you may see it rise, but you just gotta, I, I just personally feel you need to know <laughs> and have all the, the tools at your disposal going into earnings. And for the so record, this mm -hmm. is uh, for educational and entertainment value. We are not telling you what to do. This is not uh, at all um, a, uh, you know, this is not a financial advisor page. This is Terry sharing what she's doing with the rest of you as instruction. But please do not do this based on we are having this conversation. So if you invest in any of the stocks, that's on you. All right. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Karen. Um, so how, so the, the question now is, well, Terry, how do I find out when earnings are for the stocks that I'm investing in? So the first place that I'll say is um, CNBC. These are all, everything I'm about to share with you are free tools for you to know how to figure out when your company reports earnings. So if you go to CNBC.com, you can also download the CNBC app onto your cell phone. Both of them will allow you to put a watch list, put together a watch list of companies that you like. And what's really cool about CNBC is if you download it on your cell phone, then it will give you alerts anytime that company has news. So I think that's super important. But let me just show you, like if you pull up Apple here in CNBC and you scroll down, so like this is the chart and definitely these are important. But if you scroll down- Can, can, can you pause for a second? Sure. Um, is this Apple after the split? Yes, yes. So this when it split, it was higher and now it's dropped? Oh, right now this is on a one day time frame. If we oh. want to see the full thing, you'd have to come over at the top of this. Like we could look at six months. Right, or year And then you can see, yeah. You can see that Apple was coming up. It came all the way up to 130. Now that's, that's 130 is the price after the split. So you have to take that into account. It came up to 130 and then it dropped off and now it's coming back up. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And then if you scroll down here, and so that might be another, another week, we'll look at um, charting a little bit and I can maybe even walk you guys through some things that are important in CNBC since it's free or and some other tools like i i use tradestation to trade with that's my broker but they have a free tool trading view that we can also potentially look at too um but the key here is if you scroll down once you're looking at the quote and look down to events it'll have the earnings date and so here apple is reporting earnings on october 29th which is next week so this is something that you should all write in your calendars if you're trade if you're invested in Apple because you're going to want to know like dang that day my it's probably going to happen after market hours but that day your portfolio is probably going to move and you don't know if it'll move down or up because we don't know what earnings will say but it's important that you at least know what's happening okay so write that in your calendars if you're a trader, now here's the difference. If you're a trader, how do I want you to use this? On the on 1029, I want you to be watching. Watch what happens after after the market. Watch what happens when Apple reports. See if they say that they have positive earnings or negative earnings. And then the next three days, 
usually the stock will respond to the earnings and then you can jump in if the if the stock comes down maybe you'll have an opportunity or if the stock goes up that might be an opportunity for you to sell some and take some profits but that's how you're going to use this uh oh your your um audio went out Cannot hear you, Terry. Yep, there we go. Am I back? Yes, you are back. All right. Okay. See, that must have been good information. Y'all couldn't even hear me. Uh <laughs> I heard you said um that it could be an opportunity if the stock goes up to sell and make some profit, or if it goes down to buy in because it's low. That's what I heard. Yes, exactly. That's great. You're such a great student, Karen. <laughs> Actually, I'm not, but I think you're a great teacher. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so I want to make sure that you write that in your calendar, okay? Especially because I know you're actually in Apple. Write that in your calendar that that's the day you need to pay attention to your portfolio. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And some other resources as well. So somebody might say, okay, Terry, okay, I have my watch list. I'm looking at these companies, but how do I see a bigger scale of everything that's reporting? So this is when I would give you a couple more resources. So one of those resources is Yahoo Finance. They have a really great earnings calendar and you can Google it. Just say Yahoo Finance earnings calendar and it will tell you every day who's reporting. So you can come here to the 19th, scroll down, and see like if somebody was invested in Halliburton, it's reporting on Monday. Um, and then you can just go by days. The 21st, I believe, is a pretty big day because I think Netflix is reporting and Chipotle. So you scroll down, let me see, is it this day? Don't see that one. I saw Chipotle. Oh, you saw Chipotle? Okay. So then that means I think Netflix is on the same day as Chipotle, but we'll, um, but as people are going through, this is a resource. So you can actually see every single day who's reporting and the market will move based on these earnings reports. So this is gonna be for some traders, some traders just trade earnings. Three, four times a year, they make all their, their money trading earnings. I personally, like I said, I, I don't like trading earnings. I trade after earnings and see if there's some opportunities. All right. And then somebody might say, okay, Terry, this is a great resource. I can go by day, but then how do I narrow it down to the ones that are most important? And that's what I would say. There's another resource, Earnings Whisperer. Now, Earnings Whisperer, they have on their website, it looks a lot like Yahoo because it just has kind of a list, but if you go to their Instagram or Twitter, but I think I like the Instagram one. Um, shout out to Earnings Whisperer too. They should probably give me like an affiliate because I'm referring a lot of people to them, but they're good. <laughs> Earnings Whisperers. Cut the yeah. check. Um, but if you go to Instagram, they actually make these calendars and they show the um, icons of the company. So this makes it real easy to look at. So, Gamble, IBM, yeah, that, that is dope. Yes, and it tells you what's before the market and after the market, like when they report. And why is this important? Because say Netflix reports after the close and you're trying to trade it on Tuesday, you're probably gonna see it run up into the 
into the close, but if you don't know that this is coming, you could lose everything right after the market closes. So you need to know, yeah, you need to know, is it coming at the beginning of the day or after? So the gamble comes at the beginning and then Netflix Mm -hmm. at the end. Yep, that's right. On on Tuesday. Ah, and see, here's that. I was looking for Chipotle on the same day, but no, Tesla and Chipotle are both on Wednesday. And Netflix is on Tuesday. So that's what I was thinking about. Gamble, which is another huge one. Yep. Procter and Gamble is on Tuesday. And both Tesla and Chipotle, they trade after hours. Yes, that's right. And let me see if there's any other, like IBM. Some people are probably in IBM. That one has earnings on Monday after the close. So that, that means for me, if I was if I was teaching my students, what I would tell them is, I don't want you to jump into IBM on Monday, but I do want you to look at the chart and chart it, like chart the where the banks are buying, chart where the banks are selling, and then after earning, I mean after the earnings report, then wow. we're going to see, yes, does it come into one of those areas and give you an opportunity? Okay. AT&T and Coca-Cola are next week as well. So there's a that's lot to look at. That's at the top of the top of the market and then you have Capital One and Sam Adams, Samuel Adams the beer company. They trade, they're trading? Yeah, I I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's after the close. Yep, and Intel too. And American Express. Okay, Mm -hmm. American Express is on Friday. On Friday, yep. So these are what we'll be looking for. And if, if somebody was looking to get into one of these, so like say you have, here I'll stop sharing for a second. Um, But say you have a, a shopping list of companies that you've been wanting to get into. This would be a good opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to watch their earnings, see how they report, see how they're doing. And then if by chance the stock falls after earnings, that might give me a good opportunity to get into the stock. So, so yeah, so I really wanted to just make sure you guys knew about earnings this time. And then let's do a quick recap of just how we're doing for the hub. So let me come back this way. All right. Can you see my takeaways again? Yeah. Oh, there was one other thing, too, I wanted to bring up. So this week, um, just in financial news, Robinhood and E-Trade both put out announcements to all of their traders that they should start building up cash before the election. And they they said Robinhood that got hacked a couple of weeks ago. Robinhood that got hacked. Yeah, this is Robinhood. Uh That that company. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> right. I don't use Robin Hood. I'm just saying. Um, they're also too that. So what they were doing is they were saying that if you were in certain stocks, then you had to have more cash in your account. And they only gave people 24 hours to get the cash in their account. Now, here's the problem with that. Many people need more than 24 hours to, to find cash. You can't just tell me today that I need to put another $3,000 in my account or you're gonna freeze things. And then another thing is with margin, the bank has the ability to sell the position. So what if you were down in a position, but you were strategically holding it? Now they they can sell and you'll be down and not be able to get your money back. So like that's what was happening this week. And I don't necessarily agree with the way they went about it. I don't, I think that some other banks have let us know way in advance, hey, you're gonna need some more money to hold these positions. And I think that's how Robinhood should have done it too. But I do think there's something to 
um, preparing for the election. So let me just, I'm gonna take that away for a second, but as the election nears, there's two weeks, there will be volatility. And one thing I, I wanna tell my students too is, you, sh you don't have to rush into a position right now, especially not one that is expecting the market to go up. We just saw that the S&P is near its all-time highs. So there's no real reason to think that in the next two weeks is going to keep pushing higher. It might, but that's not worth your, that's not worth the risk. So in the next two weeks, I would be very careful about what you enter. It's a, it's, there's some, there's certain times that it's like earnings for the whole market. One of those is Fed announcements. That's unpredictable earnings for the old market. The whole market drops, the whole market rises. Another one is elections. So the same way that I'm telling you to approach earnings, just wait till after the event. I think you could also wait until after the elections if you're not sure, like if you're not um, quite sure what's going to happen, which none of us are, right? So are just certain stocks that are election proof? Like, are there certain? No, it's just. So the whole market is just going to be volatile. Yeah, like if you noticed on Friday at the very end of the day, last 30 minutes, the whole market fell. Yeah. And it was, it was, you know, everybody, nobody. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, these companies are good. These companies are bad. Like, no, the whole S&P fell, the whole Dow fell and it fell fast. And I, I think that that's going to be something that we'll see after the election, no matter how good of a company you are, no matter how good your earnings are, if, you know, for whatever reason, the market falls, everything in your, for at least for me, and this is, I've seen this before, everything in my watch list will be red. It's no respecter of company. Everything is red. <laughs> um, or there might be a positive note. Everything is green. But at the same time, like, I just yeah, wouldn't say Right. right. I'd wait. So that you might see that even with me, like I've been even more selective now this week. I traded one big day on Wednesday and some smaller things, the rest. But you just have to be a lot more discerning in your account. And that's OK. Like we don't have to trade every day. So you didn't trade Monday and Tuesday of last week at all. I watched it and there actually were some opportunities, but I was just cautious. Um, so I didn't sell anything. Mm mm. I got into a position on Tuesday, but I didn't sell it. So like, I'm one of those traders. I'm watching the market every day, but that doesn't mean that I take a trade every day. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so wrapping up this last piece. So here's where we are to date. We are up $77,850. We're 17.3% to our goal. Like I said, we're just a little bit lower than we were last, last week. But at the same time, one thing I'm really proud of is now we're able to use the bank's money. Like we're using um, the money that we've made so far in the trades. So what do they call it? Using the house's money. So even if I were to, to lose money on this trade that I have right now, at the same time, we're already up. So I'm, I'm using the house's money. In terms of weekly progress, this is where we were. We were 26,000, 7,000, 44,000. Um, this week we're down just a little bit. Like I said, I'm okay with that. And then monthly progress, we're still 17,000 ahead of where we were supposed to be by this time. So in four weeks, we've made $77,000 towards, towards the hub.
Let's just think about that, Karen. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm loving the process. I'm loving the lessons. I love that you broke down earnings today. You know, um, I also, you know, cause I dividend trade. I need to know when these things are happening, the earnings and the next dividend cycle, because you want to get in before that. So you can get all your dividends. These are little nuances that increase your, your wealth and your value. But if you don't know it, you're going to leave money on the table. So I'm glad that you're giving these lessons in addition to making the money, of course, for the hub, which is my nonprofit. So this is an experiment that I figured we couldn't lose because if, if it didn't work out, the only thing that would happen is that people would learn how to trade, mm -hmm. you know, worst case scenario. Um, best case scenario, we'd have, you know, springboard into doing this, this journalism training, which was part of the conversation I had earlier today with uh, my team. It's like, okay, we have a couple of more people we're going to bring on. I'm staffing up no matter what. I'm building a company no matter what. This just makes it easier to do it and to be able to pay salaries. That's it. Pay salaries and go train some of these journalists all over the country. So I thank you for uh, your stewardship and your obedience uh, to, to, to the missive that has been put on your heart. And I'm grateful that you are such a, an able teacher. Thank you. Amen. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. So next week's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we get closer to the election, things are going to get a little spicy. And then also as earnings start coming out, like I'm excited to see like if we have some opportunities come up that are just like too good to pass up because of earnings. So it'll be, it'll be a fun week. I'm actually okay. looking forward to it. All right. Well, we're going to touch and agree. I pray that you get everything that you're supposed to get and uh don't touch and agree thank you thank you for for everything i love you terry Egioma. you're amazing Have a great week next week. thank right. you and thank you guys listen uh share this video if you're in this space at all and you want to help people learn and grow share all of the videos because this i have not seen any place on the internet any place where somebody is this transparent about taking you through the paces especially somebody that looks like us you know, I haven't seen that at all. So I want to just say, share this, hit the like button, follow Terry as well. I'm an investor. Mm -hmm. I am a investor on, yeah. in, on, on Instagram. And of course, um, trade and travel is a uh, trade and yeah. travel on, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. So follow her there. Cause her YouTube is amazing as well as her Instagram. Um, and thank you again, Terry. I appreciate you. Oh, and we're enrolling now for the course. So if they want to get into I'll drop the link in the description. Course, enroll, enroll now for November 1st. Okay, November 1st. All right. I'm dropping the link. So get, take her class because it's the only way you're really going to know how to do it. You can watch these videos and get some. She goes in. I know. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye.